Yo. No, ma'am. All right. Mm-mm. No. What's going on, people? This is Ross Josh. Hello, this is Munchie. And hello, this is Marky. <laughs> We're here bringing you good vibes only on... Give me your spiritual protection. Oh, man. All right. Well, we're going to start off with, you know, the little hum song. Here we go. I'm your love doctor. Call me anytime you need me, baby. You can call me anytime when you're ready for the bump and grind. Oh God, that's not good for business. <laughs> Why is that? Oh, never mind. Yes, yes, yes. Alright. So Well, welcome. Welcome everybody to Chups. Um so oh we have to do like a segment. What segment? Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so what's something that you guys have seen lately that made you go, oh gosh? <laughs> oh. Um, honestly, the little boy. When <laughs> 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 um, I don't know if everybody's seen the uh the video of the little boy trying to talk Pato. Well, he is talking Patoa. Mm. He was like translating it. Mm. He was like, he messed up himself. Mm. <laughs> he lost Oh God! His grandfather. Yeah. His grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, that was a, oh gosh. Nah, my my oh gosh moment <laughs> this week is um I stumbled on a video on Instagram and first of all I saw a tweet that said, you know what? Jamaica is God's favorite channel. <laughs> and you know, you just have to sit back and reflect and you see things on Instagram, such as them having a big old brawl with boxing gloves in the middle of the street mm -mm. doing a whole press and curl that mm -mm. we're in right now. Mm -mm. Yeah. Not a whole protractor. A protractor. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, stuff like that just made me go, oh gosh. <laughs> Josh, how about you? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Oh my God. You know, <clears throat> as my two wonderful stars with me know, there's been a wonderful song, a oh. wonderful, wonderful song that has come out. Bim vibes only. Boxy just brawling. Boxy just brawling. Boxy just brawling. Boxy just brawling. Call it. It's okay. Okay. Now, yeah, listen. It's what is it? Phyllis. 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 Yeah. If y'all yes. haven't heard that song and you love Brass like if you love quick, so yeah, that song <laughs> never oh, was a better but to get a child all in. Subcunt, yes. Subcunt, oh, yes. yes. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. If you don't know, we like foolishness, so all the songs that we listen. 
God, it's all I know that we're listening to is barefoot. Chaka chaka music, bro. Chaka chaka music. So our topic today is um being Caribbean at an HBCU. <sighs> so if you're new to our podcast, um my name is Markwell. Um I attended um, Morehouse College. I was a chemistry major, biology minor. I recently graduated, and yeah. Yeah, I'm Ty. We're just gonna keep it as Ty Munchie. Um, I graduated from Clark Atlanta University with a major in computer information systems. Yes, it is tough. Mm-hmm. That's tough right there. Mm-hmm. Josh. Ross. I, oh, my name. My name <laughs> is Joshua. I guess we'll leave it at that. Um, I attend Morehouse, the Morehouse oh, College. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, my major is sociology. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, we, we all attended at HBCU. And, um,. We just want to get into our experiences, like attending the HBCU. So I have a few questions here. If you guys would entertain my questions for a while, let's entertain. Let's entertain. So the first question that I have is: What was your experience with being Caribbean at a school prior to <coughs> attending an HBCU? Who? So like high school things of that nature. What was your experience with being Caribbean at school prior to attending an HBCU? Okay, so prior, you know, you had to, if you say you're Caribbean, they have this stigma where they're over-sexualized mm-hmm. of us type things, mm-hmm. like, or when you tell someone, oh, I come from a village, they'd be like, a village? Mm-hmm. Like, please, do your research, because right. it's not, it's not that hard. Right. Um, it was just very... Obsolete. They didn't have any idea where the Caribbean was, where it was located, where, <laughs> which ocean it was located sure. in. It was just, it was ridiculous. Right. It was like, oh, where are you? Oh, is that in Africa? At this point, I don't even want to talk to you anymore. I don't, I just, I'm just going to move. I mean, um, so for me, I... I grew up both in um, Stone Mountain, Georgia, and in the Bronx, New York. Um, I my childhood was spent in Stone Mountain, and my teen teenage years was spent in the Bronx. Um, growing up in Stone Mountain and going to school in Stone Mountain, it was predominantly black, um, but I wasn't really um, upfront with about my culture when it came to like elementary and middle school I was more so trying to blend in with everybody else it wasn't until I went to New York where I encountered people from like various areas of of the Caribbean and like then I you know identified with my culture and you know said you know oh I'm Jamaican and started getting into more of my my roots and like the, the music and stuff like that 
and then like going to high school, I I went to high school in the South Bronx, um, and of the of the Caribbean population, um, Jamaicans it was predominantly Jamaican. I would say like ninety percent Jamaican. So yeah, like that was it, just being Caribbean was just a regular regular thing in the Bronx. What about you, Josh? Um, well, I like to say I spent my formative years um, in Brooklyn. So uh, being Caribbean was just second nature. Uh, you know, everybody's Caribbean. So no, you didn't really think about it. You know, the music, everything was already, you know, presented to you. So, um, but when I moved down here to Georgia, um, I started to encounter more um what is it? We 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 ate we the wahite uh, <laughs> the the wahite, and oh, so man. at that point it was easier just to suppress it and just say I'm black instead of you know because saying that like they had like those are a million questions a million stereotypes. Can you say this for me? Can you? Yeah. I'm not your local poppy show, please. Most yeah. So like it. it was just easier just to say that I'm black and then you know. Every once in a while, you catch me listening. To, I usually, you know, keep my headphones in. But every once in a while, you know, you may just want to hear the music out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's always what's going on over here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so. What's being said? So, um, so the next question is: um, How was your experience when you first arrived at your HBCU? So Ty, you 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 <laughs> went to another HBCU prior to coming to to, to Clark. So yes, how was the, it was Voorhees. Uh, it's Voorhees College in Denmark, South Carolina. So we was like deep, deep, deep south type mm. thing. Um, it was. I didn't tell them I was Caribbean. It was just like I had my flag up there. It was like only select few would know I'm. I was Caribbean, but for the most part, I was from Atlanta, Georgia. Like, that's all you needed to know. If you hear me listening to Caribbean music, you know, some people will peek in like, what's that? Is that pop can? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's pop con. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. And you just like, some people were just like, okay, I'll put you on. Right. But when I got to Clark, that was a whole different aspect because I had to technically start over my whole freshman year. Right. So... Meeting the incoming people, it was more Cali people. Mm. And I was meeting more people from Cali, Oregon, Chicago. Right. Like, it was more of that, like, uptone type thing. Mm. Where it was listening to Cali music majority majority of my freshman and sophomore year. Because right. I couldn't get in touch with vibes. Mm. But once I got in touch with vibes, it just sparked. And I moved. Because mm. it was just like, finally... I found my people, like people yeah. that understands. Like I don't have to explain anything. Right. You already understand what it is. You understand everything that's being said in the Same. song. Mm-hmm. It's just like you don't have to explain certain things, certain foods. You're just like you meet someone, they'll put you onto a restaurant that you've been looking for. Like you've been yeah. craving that food, so mm-hmm. somebody can actually be like, okay, I got you. You want some rum punch? I have not had that in so. Can I get that? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was. It was a different feel once I found my mm. people. Yeah. Mm. How about you, Josh? How how was your experience when you first arrived at Morehouse College? The house. The house. <laughs> um, for me, 
Um, I didn't, there wasn't like my entire, pretty much my entire freshman year, like there was no um, Caribbeans that I saw. There was no Caribbean culture. Although, that, and that was the year I um, vibe started. Mm-hmm. And so it was still kind of small. So, you know, only, you know, not everybody had heard about it. But to my good friend Ryan, um, you know, I found out he was, you know, Guyanese for early on, but, you know, we never like dove any deeper into it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it comes, he tells me that, you know, uh, he's a part of a dance team. And I'm like, hold on. Like, what dance you is his Caribbean dance team for vibes? <laughs> and I was like, excuse me, what is vibes? You know, right. and he asked all the questions. And I'm like, okay, so can I be part of dancing if I'm not a part of vibes? And he was like, yeah, you know. And so that was my introduction to vibes because I love to dance, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I started meeting people, meeting people, meeting people. And, you know, eventually you make it to a meeting. And, well, actually, I never made it to a meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just part of the dance team that I'm year. Um, and then, you know, Juve came around right. and, you know, I was I was so happy that, you know, I was helping clean, you know, afterwards. <laughs> like I was just, you know, I was just so happy that this was happening. Mm-hmm. It was such a great time. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, before I know it, I was, you know, on the board. Yeah. And a whole president. <laughs> I'm crying. What's later on? <laughs> <laughs> so for me, boy, mm-hmm. when I... I, I had high expectations for going into Morehouse, and like I knew about AUC vibes prior to going to Morehouse, cause like I saw AUC Juve was like the first thing I saw. I was like, "Yo, let me get in on this." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so um, yeah, like I was ex- I was ready to like get into AUC vibes, and then um, at at Morehouse they have a tradition where we get assigned a a Spelman sister. Um, called Morehouse, uh, it's the Morehouse Brother Sister Exchange. Yeah. yeah, Brother Sister Exchange, sorry. So, um, it so happens that my Spellman sister was also Caribbean. Hello, Yuri, if you're watching this, <laughs> if you, yeah. I mean, if you're listening to this, but uh, yeah, she was Caribbean, uh, she was Haitian and Martinican, if I am not mistaken, but um, I was like, damn, I'm making connections just from coming off here, coming here. But, um, like, in terms of, like, blasting music, like, I was kind of timid to do that, like, freshman year, because I was like, I don't know what they're going to think if I play this type of music. I don't know if they're going to like it or not, whatever, what have you. But then I found AUC Vibes, and I just felt like, you know what? The purpose of this, this organization is to be able to share the culture with people. My way of sharing my culture is playing my music. So I started playing the music in the shower and stuff like that, so. But yeah, yo, yo, we here, we here. We here now. But um, so the next question, um, did you try to immerse yourself and assimilate to the African American experience, or did you feel free to express your own Caribbean culture while you were at your institution? Go ahead. Um. <clears throat> Can you clarify that question? So, did you embrace, did you try to embrace the African-American culture by attending the HBCU, or did you feel free to express your Caribbean culture? Like, did you try to hide your Caribbean culture while you, when you first came into Morehouse, or, like, did you... 
Oh, okay. I you know? I yeah. definitely I definitely hit it at first, mm-hmm. you know, without a doubt. Right. Um, because you know, at a certain point you don't feel like answering the questions yep. and you know, hearing the stereotypes and, you know, all that stuff. So yeah, I definitely hit it until vibes and then, you know, I was like, you know, F everything else. Yeah. Here we are. Um I think we forget well, I forgot one aspect of it was mm. like at first I did hide it a little bit because it was like a lot of people when they think of a Caribbean person you're supposed to have that accent and you don't fit yeah. that criteria yeah. of what they think you're supposed to sound like or sound like or look like. Mm-hmm. So it was like you hit it I hit it for the most part, but I also kinda emerged myself more into the black aspect of HBCU. So it was like I was listening to more Cali music because that's who I was hanging out with. Right. I was listening to, well, a plethora of diverse different musics from different type of states here. Um, since that's who I was hanging out with and that's what I was listening to or hearing. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely a lot of Atlanta music because <laughs> mm-hmm. that's all I was hearing in the club. Mm-hmm. It was very rare that you would hear something in the club that's Caribbean. And if it is, it's like a, one Caribbean song and then african song mm-hmm. and then they still consider it caribbean mm-hmm. so yeah um after a while it was like i don't care because my cali friends they were like i want to learn more about the caribbean culture and they would even go out of their own and look mm-hmm. for more caribbean songs on their own mm-hmm. without me and it would be like oh i heard this song i like this one and they would play it. and i'm like okay well i'm gonna start playing some more songs and yeah. then i was playing it out loud yeah. then they started like okay picking up spotify shazam and you know yeah so um i'll say for me um i don't know coming coming from new york and then coming back to atlanta like i was in new york i was listening to nothing but like dance hall music and New York hip hop, like I don't y'all all them stuff. Like I, that's all I was listening to. But when I came to Atlanta, there was that all of that came to a halt. <laughs> like all of that came to a stop. And um, like when we had like Hump Wednesdays and Lil Uzi Vert, I ain't listened to Lil Uzi before coming to Morehouse. Mm-hmm. Like I got put on to Lil Uzi when yep. I got to Atlanta. Like. I, Migos, I knew about the Migos, but like heavy. <laughs> I, I like I listened to them heavy, heavy. Like when I came to Atlanta, because that's that culture album. That's all you heard my freshman year. All you heard my freshman year. So, um, but yeah. So initially, like yeah, I had to like assimilate. Cause I'm like, all right, I need to bond with these people over something. <laughs> so, but um, I more and more came out myself because like when you go to parties, you hearing the same songs over and over. And then, like, going over to AUC Vibes and interacting with the people there, I learned about other people's music and, you know, like, I I ain't listened to, to Zook or Compa, like, before I came to AUC Vibes, like, <clears throat> sorry. So, so yeah, like, I, I diversified my musical catalog just by interacting with people from the Caribbean, so... I don't see like, you know, just being tired of the, of the HBCU culture, like not necessarily culture, but like the music and stuff like that. I, I grew closer to my culture and felt free to express it. All right. So the next question is, 
Did you feel as though your HBCU was accepting of your culture from the student's perspective? How about from the staff's perspective? So based, based on your peers and based on how the staff treated us while we were there. Um, based on my peers, I would say they wanted to learn a little bit more or hear a little bit more diverse um, music. Mm -hmm. Um, but a lot of people there were kind of misconstrued in the point of what we were trying to do. Because right. most people were thinking it was a free rub session or some dumb mm -hmm. mess. Mm -hmm. But um, from the standpoint of, of administration, mm -hmm. I would say they need to change up who they have. Who they have in the office right now because mm -hmm. it's like he don't un he doesn't under the person does not <laughs> understand <laughs> yep. a lot yep. of things and what you don't understand you fear because mm -hmm. you don't really get that connect you mm -hmm. don't under you just thinking oh you hear certain keywords and you just, oh no shut this down yeah sir <clears throat> learn a little bit more right. there's different. Our um, advisors could come and hear the music and mm -hmm. have no problem, no problem with it. But then you hear it, it's a whole problem, shut it down. Mm -hmm. But yet you have people coming out on stage for like concerts mm -hmm. and literally saying all of the same things that's in the same, in a different way or probably more yep. explicit. Yep. Like, come on, man. Thug came here. We know what Thug be rapping okay. about. <laughs> okay. Put that what on his what? Okay, please. <laughs> I don't know, like, um, what was the question again? <laughs> I mean, <You> asked <laughs> from my peers. Question. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, um, from my peers' perspective, I feel as though they appreciated the culture through the music. Um, they more so. We're looking to the music in the parties. Mm -hmm. I would say that they're looking more so to like party, and they wanted to wind up on girls. I don't know if you could consider what they was doing whining, but <laughs> but um, but yeah, that was that's pretty much how they viewed it. Like they viewed AUC vibes as a party organization, and none of them has have ever. If y'all, I'm sorry, if y'all don't know what AUC vibes is, it's the Caribbean Student Association within the Atlanta University Center. So, um, so yeah. So, they didn't, they've didn't. they never been to an AC Vibes meeting where we actually educate people about the culture, but they just automatically think, because uh, the type, the style of dance that we do, they just automatically think we're a party organization, and that's not the case. Um, from the staff's perspective, <laughs> um, yeah, so we, we have dealt with um, issues in the past with, with staff at Morehouse, um, well, in the AUC, in terms of allowing us to express our culture in the manner and way in which we want to freely uh, without us being judged by how we express our culture. Um, there have been incidents where... Um, Let's see. We had Juve one year, and um, 
we had a special guest come, uh, Moto, and because of how the crowd was reacting to how his performance, the chief of the police department at Morehouse College um, came and she said, turn this off. Like, turn all this off, plug it out, end it now. And it's just like, we, we're not, we preach that we, we want to diversify our campus and include everybody. But if you're not accepting of our music, our culture, and how we celebrate our, our, our culture and try to educate people, like, you're, you're shunning us in, like, shunning us out, like, you know what I'm saying? So, we just need, like, staff that understand the culture or are willing to understand the culture and allow students to express their culture in a, an appropriate manner. Josh. <laughs> um, I don't know. I have a somewhat, I think I'm, I have a somewhat different view. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I from from the peers, um, I think, you know, they were, it was definitely, they cared more about um, the parties. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was definitely, definitely about the parties and the music, of course, and the quote-unquote winding up. Um, but, you know, we did see that some were willing to take the extra steps. We did, you know, we had um, full-blown you know american blood you know in our organization um and they were very supportive they were willing to you know learn the music learn the culture um and you know appreciate it on another level so um you know there there are definitely a few uh and then from the staff uh if you will um i think they at the beginning they were supportive and they they let things they let us express um you know the way we wanted to i just think that at a certain point you know this is still an historically black college and historically black in the usa and so you know you still have those people who are not so progressive and so at the beginning it was cool it was fine when it was small but then it began to grow and grow and grow. And, you know, I, two of our juvets actually fell on the same day as a funeral that was happening on campus. Mm-hmm. And, you know, got a lot of pushback, especially, you know, two years in a row. Mm-hmm. And so they ended up, you know, moving where we have it. Yep. And, you know, I think it was certain situations like that where maybe they were getting more and more complaints from mm-hmm. people that we didn't know were complaining about anything and you know then it was the image and this and that and you care more about that image than you do the students and making the students feel you know comfortable mm-hmm. to you know share their culture which is something that you sure. that you claim that you do yeah yeah um so the next question that i have is um question questions yes come questions sorry um i don't know i don't know what i was trying to say here um do you think that um 
CSAs played their roles in spreading the culture at HBCUs? I would say yes. Mm -hmm. Um, We, yeah, we've we've interacted with quite a few colleges, especially when we went to um, FCSA, Mm -hmm. uh, you know. We we see the passion. We see you know, and you go on their Instagrams. You see that they they're trying. Yeah. And you know, given what we've done, you know, we know it's not easy. Not at um, all. You know, <laughs> you know anything from you know getting the numbers or Man. you know people who you know truly care, people who have a passion, who you know want to grow and expand. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's definitely there. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like, before this whole present curl started, you could see, like, all of the Instagram posts, because I I was a social media director. Mm. I was able to see the different posts of different schools doing juve or doing different events that would get a lot of feedback or a a lot of traffic on their page. So it's like, you would think just one CSA at a school is not doing that much, but it really is. Because mm-hmm. it's like giving somebody a little bit of insight, just like the Spanish club, yep. just like any other organization. I'm not going to call out different organizations because I don't know them like that. Please. Don't do that. <laughs> but yeah, they're doing their jobs. I concur. Follow them, support them. Yes, please. Just don't look at their pages. Just Go like, Not, don't look share, at post, you know, reshare, and do another reshare. Unlike and, it, then relike and, and it. Not, and not look at the post, though. But it's look weird. at the post. Oh. Stop playing. It's I don't rude. like You know, you know, you know, you know, moving on. Yeah. I don't like you. Um... Do y'all have any questions? <laughs> oh. Um, I don't know. So, what what are some highlights of that you would say like was a highlight of you being Caribbean at an HBC? Like, what made you say, "Yo, I'm really like here doing the thing," you know? <laughs> it's the people. Um, it's really the people that you're around. It's like. You see a lot of Caribbean students and you get to know them and mm-hmm. you see like the different minds and aspects of how they think. Like yeah. you go into one meeting and you meet a whole bunch of different people in yeah. different majors and mm-hmm. they're really bright, bright, Very bright. bright. Yep. And it's just like, yes, as a Caribbean person, you just look at us and you be like, yeah, we do they're fire, like, <laughs> really yeah, we fire. Like. We flourish in any aspect that you put us. Yep. So yeah, I think that's 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 one thing I like about it. Yeah, I would I would agree. Um, like just us being in like the executive positions that we were on campus and um, interacting with people from different walks of life and just everybody, like you. There are so many people like. For example, we had engineering majors, we had chemistry majors, psychology, psychology sociology, e- economics, like all these people Political and like science. we we provided like a a safe haven for them to like just de-stress for like an hour or two and just 
enjoy being around people who have the same culture as them and make them feel as though they back home. Like, like that, being, buying those snacks. Like yeah, Bigfoot, yes, we used to buy Bigfoots and Milo cookies and all of that just to make them feel like, yo, it's this is a Caribbean organization. You're safe to feel and express your culture here. Um, so just like, you know, just being in that space and like conducting those meetings and doing different activities, it was just a great time and I, I loved it. Mm. Um, mine, mine would of course also be the people, um, and it was more so in the meetings, um, because, you know, we always have the banter about you know which island is the best or you know who has the best food or whatever whatever it may be, but my like it was the parts where everybody was learning about each other's culture. Everybody was listening to each other's islands music and, you know, people who say, you know, they didn't like soca were started singing soca songs. Okay. People who didn't <laughs> like dance hall started singing dance hall songs. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes you just like stand back and it's like, you know, a few months ago, like you would have never thought like that would have happened. Yeah. Um, and so I think it, it was it was us kind of uniting as if we were one island just from you know like different parts yep yep i agree mm. um another thing that i actually uh, enjoy is being able to connect with the people and then it's like okay we in auc vibe but then you're able to meet up with someone there take you to another organization yeah or you get to flourish Thanks. off and actually see different hobbies or someone call you and be like what you doing yeah. Just got out of class. Yeah. You trying to go get some food? Yeah, yeah sure, sure. Yeah. Come on, let's go. Like yeah. that's 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 what I really enjoyed. Yeah, like it 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 was a time to like get to know people like of of the similar culture. Like it will be people I have never seen ever on campus, and they'll text in the in the group me like, "Yo, we about to go to this fire Caribbean spot okay. in in, um, in Stone Mountain. Who wanna come?" And you'd be like, Hold are on. you dumb? Like, we've been waiting for this. Let's go get this food. I got 10 more minutes in this class. Can you <laughs> wait? Can you wait a second? Can you just wait? If you can't wait, I will cash up. Cash up, you bring me back some food. Like, yeah, we we did that. And that was that was a lot of fun. And like we oh, we used to have um the Caribbean the vibes uh, link ups. The vibes link ups and the Caribbean game. Like the spin on Caribbean um, of the game, but Oh yeah, the Caribbean, the Caribbean versions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we used to have these um these vibe link ups too, where like we would just do different different activities. I remember one time we were just um we we just had a, a kickback and we just the kickback turned turned into a party at the end of the day. <laughs> like it turned into a full fledged party. But yeah, stuff like that is just is fun. Fun times being at HBCU, but like. I wish I wish other people within our our HBC were able to enjoy it, not just for Caribbean people. You know what I remember? What do you, what remember? you remember, Josh? The vibe sleepovers. Oh, you know, man. one in particular where, <laughs> oh, you know, Jesus. Mark and I, I Mark and I got a little closer. <laughs> See, uh, I don't remember how it started, I don't know. but <laughs> 
Mark and I were in a bit of a pillow fight. Okay. Yes. What? That's and, not and you know, Mark caught a couple to the face. Listen. Yes, and he was very upset. But you know, I'm quick. You know, <laughs> quick like cat, quick like cat. So he never come touch me. Yes. Yes. That's what I remember. Yo. Nah. What what was a good one was our trip to FCSA. That was a great trip. Like, that I even man, I wish we I wish we could have went to because we were supposed to go to conference last year yeah. and we didn't we didn't go. Full flag, press the curl. Damn, panini press. <laughs> but uh, nah, yeah, going to FCSA. Like, I think Bree sent me a video the other day. Of me and her just dying in the back of Josh's car off of a voice note that was Listen sent to, to us. me. Like, the two of them already <laughs> dying about something. Always. Miss you, Bree. Love you, Bree. Congratulations. Yeah. Our friend Bree is in medical school. You know, black people doing great things. We love it. We love it. Um, but yeah, like memories like that and how I paid. For a room for the trip, and I got a windowsill to sleep on. Yeah, that's and that's another. I got the couch. <laughs> okay, Josh paid but for it. All I heard was good times. Great times, great times, great memories. But I had Chimney. to sleep on a windowsill. <laughs> a poop, poop, poop. Not a poop, poop. Okay. Yeah, on that midnight train to Georgia, leaving on the midnight train. But like Choo-choo. another thing, I don't know, but. You, I don't know if it's me, but when you go to Caribbean functions outside of college, do you see like familiar faces like the same all events the all the time? Like, they would just be like Morehouse, yeah, Spellman, yeah, <laughs> cool, 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 yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I know yeah. my people. So end up, you would not like that whole person from that school, but you would still end up in that same group, just yep. standing there in the same vicinity. Yep. As them, and you'd be like, all right, I don't like you, you don't like me, but we gonna still party together. Yeah. Oh, no, but I like when you state and then uh, Georgia State, uh, Emory, like when you started seeing, you started seeing them, them. too. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you actually end up having friends from other schools now. You know who, uh, your, your best friend. No, not my best friend. Yes, <laughs> your best friend. No. Your male best friend. Oh, Damien. Yeah. Day Every function I go to Hello. outside of the college, he's there. He's there. Damien always tells me the flyers. Yes. And I will be there. Yes. He's always, every event, every single event, he's always there. And like, he's like, he, he like DM me because I think I was like, yo, I need to go to Trinidad. He was like, bro, tell me when. Like, I'll go. Like, Damien is the go to <laughs> person because he went yeah. to the cabin after we went, but that's a whole different story. Yeah. Um, yes. I just feel like. HBCUs, if they would give us more access, mm-hmm. a little bit more, a little bit more funding, yeah, oh, giving us the ability or the access to sponsors, maybe helping, that would be awesome. Instead yeah. of, yeah, like, yeah, like, don't just give us the opportunity because I promise you we could be a lot bigger yeah. and help a lot more people on campus and give them that access to broaden their horizons because you know what? The Caribbean is just 
more than just 12 islands, y'all. Yeah. Let's, mm -hmm. let's, let's, let's be clear. It's, it's more than Jamaica. Yeah. Everything is not Jamaican. Everything is not Trinidadian. Yeah. There's other islands. Like, come on, let's teach y'all. Yep. Give us the opportunity. And like, one thing that like we did in AUC Vibes, we worked when it came to fundraising. Like, especially like for events that we had to like put together. It's like lovely vibes. We had to contact um, Caribbean professional Caribbean associations within Atlanta to help us fund our own Valentine's Day event. Like, we had to for for Juve. We had to call on them to help us you know, get funding to have the DJ and all of that stuff. Like, we work and we help put other people on. Diff small Caribbean restaurant businesses, we put them on and had them at our events and, and get, got, got them some money. You know what I'm saying? So, like, and we... And they also reach out during the summer if they had extra jobs. Yep. Auntie Joan. Yep. Tanti Joan, yep. She, she was one of um, the vendors that we work with closely. And she was faithful. Like she said, "Oh, y'all need y'all need me there. I got you." And she was racking it up at homecoming. Like people always ask me, "Is she over there?" Like yeah, like she was racking it up. Oh, so, that juice man. Oh, Mr. Charles. Yo, Josh, you remember Mr. Charles? Yes, 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 oh, yes, yes, yes. Yo, Mr. Charles, it's this Trini Rasta man, bro. Mr. Charles, he pull up and he make his own juice. When I tell you the juice nice, man, not hot Christ. The juice nice. Yo, when I tell you, Gangala. <laughs> so, yeah, like, oh, uh, yeah, Mr. Charles, his his juice was good, bro. I need to check up on Mr. Charles. Mm -hmm. yeah. I need to check up on Tante. Tante, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But thank you, thank you for tuning into our podcast. Yes. Thanks, guys. And, um,. Yeah. Oh yes. Um and prayers out to Saint yes. Vincent. Yes. Um and any other island being affected yes. by the if volcano there's erupting. any way that you could help donate, please donate. Any yes. links you see, please attach them in the comments. That would be great. Mm -hmm. Yes, donate to anything. That could help them, please. please. And Another thing, um, what is going on in in my home country right now is mm -hmm. very disturbing. Um, there is no reason why we should be attacking women, molesting women. Like, no, women are not free game. Like, come on, we we, we need to stop the foolishness. So, no means no. No means no. So. Go your bed means go your bed. Okay. <laughs> but thank you for tuning into our podcast. Please check us out on our Instagram, um, Chips Podcast. Um, and peace out. <laughs>